Proudly sponsored by stms.studio for all your merch and printing needs. Proud patron of Ian's Chain Charity, helping to save lives together. Hey! Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I had to like re-download Zoom and like get everything because I haven't used it in like four months. It'd be silly. Right. For those that don't know, we're going all the way over to NYC over in New York City. Who have we got here? Hi, everyone. I'm James and I'm the vocalist and the guitar player for the hard rock band Rider. Nice to meet you, James. So talk me through. What's been your musical journey? Because obviously you've been involved in music for a long time. Um, how did you get into music? Oh, man. I mean, I started at a very young age. Um, you know, one of my favorite films as a kid was uh, Disney's Fantasia. So, uh, you know, it started that young. Um, then I played tenor saxophone in a jazz band uh, when I was in school for a few years. Uh, that was actually really fun. And then obviously you know um gotta mention lemmy from motorhead big influence of mine um you know he's one of the reasons why i picked up the guitar so and then i, just, I picked it up and started singing and been going ever since about wow. 15 years now give or take that's pretty impressive though isn't it i mean obviously people there's a common misconception people think that those musicians, you know, that are in bands, they make loads of money and that is totally wrong. Obviously, we don't all do it for the money. If we did, well, you know, we, we'd be skint, wouldn't we, really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's why it's really important. And I say to everybody, it's always important to buy merchandise from bands because... That's how that money goes straight in your pocket. You can then use it to record albums. You can then use it to buy more merch, you know. And there's that many streaming sites that you don't get royalties from, really. You have to make loads to to get royalties. So it's all about organic reach and it's all about supporting the artists, isn't it, really? Absolutely. It, it absolutely is. I mean, I, I think what's the royalty rate on Spotify now? Like a 32nd of a cent? Yeah. I mean... So. You know, I'm going to need a thousand streams just to get a dollar. I mean, <laughs> I know. And you can't even buy a Freddo bar with that. You can't even buy any petrol. You can't even you can't even buy anything with that amount of money. Can you? No, no, you can. I mean, it's uh, what what what's the thing that's popular over by you? I I, I got a refresh. What is it? Nando's? I think oh, that's yeah, we, that's we Nando's. Yeah, we, we, we say have a cheeky Nando's, mate. That's the, <laughs> that's the catchphrase. Go for a cheeky Nando's, mate. Nice. And uh, they do different types of chicken. I mean, what's popular where you are? I mean, obviously in America, there's so much more than what we've got here, isn't there? Oh, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's it's it's why we got a bunch of fat asses going around. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, we're, we're we're the obesity capital of the world. I think we are. I don't know. I'd, <laughs> I'd have to check my research, but I mean, you got your Staples, you got McDonald's, you got Burger King, you got Wendy's, you got you know Sonic Checkers. I mean, it's 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 all tasty and it's all bad for you. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I bet you're the happiest people going because. Obviously, they say the bigger you are, the happier you are at times. I mean, I love my food. I really, really do. But oh, again, same. 
where I am, where I live, I live in, um, you know, one of the smaller cities. I live in Stoke-on-Trent. So you haven't got the 24-hour nightlife that you've got everywhere else, say, like in Birmingham, Manchester or London. And it's really it's really bad because if you get them hunger pangs at like 11 o'clock, there's not much that will deliver to you. It's a nightmare. I just have to make yeah. you toast. Oh, yeah, you better learn how to cook. Otherwise, you're fucked. So. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the phrase. You better learn how to cook or you're fucked. It's great. <laughs> if I, when I have children, you know, in the future, if ever I have children, I'll be like, right, kids, you better learn how to cook or you are fucked. <laughs> I love that. There you go. Uh, that, hey, that I did. James, you write a song idea. on that. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a, that's a new T-shirt idea right there. Torn, torn, twisted, torn, and uh, and moist merch right there. To learn how to yeah. cook or <laughs> oh, you're fuck. <laughs> don't give me any ideas i'm gonna do that i'm gonna come up with catchphrases and then i might have a picture of like ronald mcdonald on there like scaring all the kids could you imagine <laughs> oh be be careful you don't want mcdonald slapping you with a lawsuit they're they're litigious so <laughs> i know they are i've seen i've seen that yeah they, they, they will sue anybody won't they but if you yeah, complain, it's... to be fair they do give you free food um so it's not too bad well, well, yeah, that's that's what they do. They sue you, they take your money, and then they'll give you free food after. They sue you and feed you. Yeah. <laughs> There's not many places that do that, is there? That's crazy. Wow. So, Ryder, what can we expect from Ryder in 2024 then? Oh, lots of things. I mean, we the band has gone through a lot of changes. Uh, literally, like, what, two, three weeks now? I lost track of time. Uh, we we got new band members. Uh, we got a new bass player, Rod Viquez, new guitar player, Max Knight, and a new drummer, Nick Bavaro. Uh, they all joined the band. We are three rehearsals deep so far, going on four this Thursday, and things are coming together nicely. We're actually working, starting off slow, doing some acoustic stuff, so... It's something, you know, I've always wanted to do. So, you know, we're just kind of dipping our toes back in the water and then uh, hoping to go back full electric by the summer. Nice. You know, it's always difficult after lineup changes because there's so much pressure on trying to recreate that sound, you know, with these different members that bring something different. But it's never a bad thing because I think it just introduces that bit of freshness into your band, really. And kind of you go a little bit like a different direction, don't you? You just take a different path. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's there are some similarities and and some differences. I mean, the 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 sound wise sound wise doesn't really change all that much. I mean, we're we're a hard rock band, so like I, like I always tell people, we're like table salt. We go with anything. So yeah, it's nice. um, you know, um, but uh, the sound hasn't really changed all that much. Uh, the only thing that has changed for the better is just you know the. Uh, the productivity rate and just the positive attitude, which is always a plus. Absolutely. And what are your plans for the UK? Would you like to come over here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been trying for like three years. I mean, it's, it's... well, you know, your friends, right? So there's um, a band called Hearts and Hand Grenades. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them. So I they they come over quite often. Them and Kicking Valentina. Kick and Valentina are obviously in Atlanta. Why don't you catch a lift with them? Why don't you just do a three-band uh, USA tour over in the UK? You can bring all three of you. I mean, for any promoters that are listening to this, if this is something you want to buy into, I mean, uh, well, let's make it happen. 
Yeah, because there's a lot of promoters and festival organizers and everybody that listens to this podcast. So it's really, you know, it's really nice when they know that the bands that they want um, want to come over here. That's half the battle won, really, you know, because there's so many bands and I get promoters kind of think, mm, I don't know who to contact, don't know what bands are going to come over here, especially from abroad, because logistically it's a nightmare, isn't it? Getting all your stuff over, you know, so if we can get you over, I mean, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. Oh, it would be amazing. I mean, and, you know, it would be well worth the logistical nightmare. I mean, if we make yeah. it happen, it's all worth it in the end. So Nice. Well, there we have it. So it's definitely not a no. And if are there any bands local to you that you knock about with? Oh man, it's 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 ever changing. I mean, New York City, it's it's a, it's a city that Fast never sleeps. It's paced. Yeah, it's like I I could name you a few bands right now, and then you know, then I'll end up checking after this. And be yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah. when did we break up? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like jumping on a conveyor belt, isn't it? That's like you know, like when you jump on a treadmill and it's going like top speed, and you jump on it, you just go underneath the bars, like you know, you oh. slide back off. I guess that's what it's like. It's like whenever you release something, you know, single music, me with my podcasts, you release it, and then something else will come out, and it'll just trump it, and you're like, hang on a minute, man, you know. There's always yep. something more going. You know, the music scene's fast-paced. It is It is so fast-paced. And, like, whenever you release singles, you have to do it the right time. So much time goes into releasing singles and albums, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You have to plan months in advance. Um, I, I was just talking with uh, – funny enough, I was talking with someone the other day about it. It's like you need at least three to four months, you know, of advanced planning just to make sure that that single hits, you know, the, the pre-saves, the – you know, the physical, if you're even doing physical media nowadays, it's just, it's so different. Absolutely. And also to make sure that nothing else is coming out around that time, because oh, you don't yeah. want your album overshadowed by someone else's and it's dog eat dog out there, you know, mm-hmm. and no matter what, there'll always be something bigger and better than you, than your stuff. And it's like the pressure to make it stand out is huge. Absolutely. Isn't it? I mean, you know, there's a lot of people listening, they're going to be listening to this that, won't know that that's how much brain power it takes just to release a single. They just think, oh, well, they just press a button, out it goes. No, there's months of planning, months of kind of rejigging schedules. You've got to do the mm-hmm. final touches. And it's, you know, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Oh, very, very much so. I mean, it's it's worth it in the end. Um, It's always worth it in the end. You know, people get enjoyment out of your music. But you know, yeah, it, it is a lot of planning, and I've met a lot of people before. I mean, countless of times, even when I was learning and doing this. You know, oh, you release new music? Like, yeah, it's been out six months. Yeah, like, exactly. New isn't necessarily like one or two days. It's like you know, in the year, really. That's what we yeah. class as new. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, what? What we'd like to do, imagine if we can get your album on HMV's uh, HMV's racking. I would love that. I think, um, you know, I'll ready. get you some contacts. I think I'll work on getting you some contacts. And even if you just send a demo, like track or some, you know, a single or something over to the promoters over here, it's always good to have. We can get you some addresses. Um, and in the long run, hopefully it could help you come over, really. Dude, I, I would love to. Like I said before, the goal has been for the past 
few years now to try to get over there. And it's, uh, you know, we've hit minor roadblocks, um, you know, one of them being a, uh, you know, once in a lifetime, massive global pandemic. <laughs> yeah, they tell me about it. That just, I think that changed the whole of the music world. You know, I felt sorry for the bands. There were quite a lot of bands I spoke to that released music and then the pandemic hit and all of a sudden the stuff that they've been working hard on planning has just basically gone down the toilet because they can't go out, can't play EP launches. Suddenly, social media and the internet became everyone's tool. You know, TikTok, I still don't know how to do it. Um, I, I really, I'm useless at it. I just go and auto-create and I'm like, right, make me a video. Make me there a video. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it works. But, you know, I, I think you're right with that. The pandemic definitely robbed people of, you know, one, lives, two, their their livelihood. And for musicians and for everyone that loves music, I mean, that's my coping mechanism. Now I work in healthcare. So for me, it was a real tough time. And that's how I deal with my mental health. I work out to music. I go out to gigs. I get lost in other, like in bands, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we were one of the bands that got screwed by the pandemic. We released, uh, we released our first full length studio record in 2020. It, uh, it, it was supposed to be, and I believe it was the original plan was in April or May of 2020. And then it got pushed back all the way to August because it was just like, okay, let's see if things are going to open up. And then when they didn't, you know, kick the can down the road. Absolutely. The and then, they, the then it opened up a little bit like a lock in a canal, really, just to let a bit, you know, to let allow people to see each other. And then they closed it back again. It was like you never even knew what was going on. It was turmoil, wasn't it, for the whole world. Um, and oh, there was yeah. a lot of mental health problems that arose from that because suddenly people that could go out and spend time with their family, their friends, their world was shut down and taken away from them. Oh, absolutely. And and guess what? You had to, I mean, that that's the thing that sucks. You're in a confined space and all you're left with is just, you know, Netflix and your thoughts. Then it's like, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, people have to, deal with their shit and you know things come to the surface and you know that's one of the good things that did come from the pandemic with that is uh you know mental health awareness and just you know a lot more sympathy with it and a lot more acceptance of it yeah and you know it was nice like communities come together so where i live i live in a little village um the community rallied around to do these little signs that were like okay or i need help and you'd put it in your window and like you'd have certain people going around just checking on the elderly folk and everyone in the community and like if you needed help they'd knock on it could be like going getting a prescription it could be just going getting some tea and milk or something where family members would normally do it so that was really nice to have that kind That's really of awesome. it it was it was amazing it was such a good initiative to do <clears throat> And it's brought everyone together because I've met neighbours that I never would have met, you know? You kind of just keep yourself to yourself. But through that, you'd go and check on your neighbours. You would have something to do. And it was, you kind of adopted your neighbours, really. It was it was nice. That's right. It sounds very nice. Yeah. it's um, But, I mean, obviously, working in the NHS, I saw the worst of the worst in it. I got redeployed to another area. I got redeployed to critical care. So, it, you know, as an airway specialist, it was like my life was just kind of torn apart, really. And that's where oh. torn comes from on um, my twisted, torn and moist, you know, twisted spines, your life's torn apart. 
and moist venue floors. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that can resonate to this and listen and think, I'm glad it wasn't just me that had a hard time. And as long as people know that it's okay not to be okay, but they need to reach out and, and you know, even just chat to people. And I think oh, we, as, as people, need to do a better job of checking in on each other. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I have to say, you know, for, for me personally, I mean, kudos to you, you know, being, being a healthcare worker during all of that. I mean, healthcare workers, I know everyone is like, oh, my God, they're heroes. No, like they really are. Like you want to talk about people who are in the thick of the shit and like who saw, you know, who saw a lot of stuff. It's, you know, seriously policemen firemen healthcare workers any key worker out there you know even even the petrol station workers the supermarket workers they put stuff on the shelves to ensure that we could eat you know and and i did get anxiety from i didn't want to go shopping because for me working in healthcare i kind of felt like the plague i felt like you know even going around to my friend's house i felt like I was the person that they think would spread it. So if they got COVID, I thought because I'm in the thick of it, they'd get it from me. And, you know, that was partly why I didn't see my family for so long because yeah. you kind of think, I don't want to be the carrier. I don't want to transmit it to anybody else. Of and we course. don't want to be the safest because we've got, obviously, PPE. But outside of work, it was scary to know that suddenly we've got no PPE and we were going out in it. And it was, you know, your life just becomes kind of militized. You dress up, you put your PPE on, off you go. Um, yep. You know, and it's quite refreshing now to see the world relaxing a little bit. I mean, obviously, masks, fair enough. There's a lot of people out there still wearing them. And if you're wearing them, it's your choice. But it's shocking now how many viruses we catch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what what is it? Uh what what was the most recent one? Uh, RSV was, RSV? was I think. Yeah, well, I was in yeah. hospital with with flu um, a couple of weeks ago, and I had I got sepsis from the flu. So, oh Jesus! And, and I still had my flu vaccines, you know. So it's there's a lot of stuff going around, and it really puts tests to your immune system, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's uh, modern science and uh, you know Darwinism at work. I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. When you're closed off from all the viruses, viruses still exist. And then obviously when you take your mask off, you're in the you're in the big world and you're like, oh, my God, I'm catching everything because your body just normally deals with it. You've not been exposed, have you? Yeah, absolutely. It's like norovirus. This time of year, norovirus goes around the, the diarrhea and vomiting. Touch wood. I uh, haven't had that for a long time. I think you kind of get immune to it uh, working where I do. So that's that's one of the, the positives from it. Um, well, but, that's what sucks with norovirus is like you don't know if it's norovirus or, hey, maybe I had a little too much to drink and, a little, and some bad Nandos afterwards. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. You never know, do you? It's just like how, how do you distinguish between the two? It's the same, really. Um, but, yeah, I, I think – you know, from all this, we have become tighter as people to kind of support each other a lot more. I've noticed um, a lot of people in the music industry network a lot more. And, oh, yeah. you know, I absolutely love what I do, bringing a platform to people that perhaps wouldn't normally get that opportunity, which is which is incredible. Um, you know, no matter how big or small you are, don't care how many followers you've got. I'll put you up there with like the likes of Paradise Lost and, you know, Heat and 
all the other people I've interviewed. And I absolutely love meeting people. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, obviously thank you for that. I mean, you're doing a great service and, you know, what's even awesome too, another positive silver lining that came out of the pandemic music has gone from being very regional and very just kind of, you know, uh, I don't know the proper word for it. Now it's global. global it's during yeah, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you have American bands reaching out to the UK. You have UK reaching out to America, Canada, all the other markets in between. And it's just like now it's just become this giant international, you know, community. And it's really awesome. Absolutely. Well, I mean, my podcast is global. It's streamed in 43 different countries around the world. And that changes every day to to where my audience is based. Um, USA, obviously, I've got quite um, a high caliber of followers in the USA. I think they're my um, second streamed country, uh, which is great because my uncle lives in Kansas City over in the States. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm hoping eventually to be able to get out and see him. So I'm going to factor in like a little road trip kind of thing you know, do a few states and hopefully you never know. I might even get over to NYC. Hey, if you fly into New York, you can drive to Kansas city from there. That'd be a hell of a road trip. Can you? Oh, there you go. Then don't tempt me, James. <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> I am. Uh, honestly, I- I'm looking to do something like that. It'll be incredible. And I want to stop off and meet all the people that obviously I've chatted to, but I haven't had the chance to, to meet. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to give you the opportunity to come over here. I think that'd be incredible. Um, yeah, I would love to. And, you know, not just here, there's other countries that are going to be listening to this that might think, hmm, international band, you know, let's do that. Yeah. And that separates festivals because they they have more of a budget to bring in these these bigger bands and the bands from around the world. And you've already done their work for them by telling the, the promoters that you really want to come over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, UK is number one on the list and, you know, but there's, there are plenty of other countries too. I mean, I I would love to, my ultimate dream would be to just, you know, tour around, you know, Europe, Asia and uh, anywhere, anywhere that'll have us, you know, just, just play, experience the culture and most importantly, try some good fucking food. Yeah. uh, That is the main thing. Yeah. I I mean, I love when you go abroad, just the different cultures. I, I went to Morocco once and, oh, my God, the food was incredible. It was – I was sitting on this roof, rooftop bar overlooking the square where they were doing all the cooking, you know, and um, I, the smells just kind of hypnotised me down. They, they were like, yeah. come on, come on, down you come. And I went down and was just trying loads of different stuff. And – you know, it, it was really nice to experience that. The world's hottest curry. I've never had curry so hot. <laughs> Nearly blew my head off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'll I keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Be careful. Basically, sniff what you eat before it because the, I, if I'd have done that, I probably wouldn't have touched it. But that uh, fl- the flight home was pretty much, you know, really tense because I thought that curry's got to come out at some point and I hope it's not on the side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, isn't that basic survival instinct? Sniff what you eat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly, but I just, I just was that hungry. I was like, right, I'm just going to eat it. There you, you go. Before you put it in your mouth, give it a sniff. There's another one for you. <laughs> That's another T-shirt. Oh, we could yes. do this. We could sell them to the cows. Come home, couldn't we? These T-shirts. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, so have you got to go to work this afternoon? Because it's morning where uh, you are. It's what, six o'clock? Is it about six it's, it's not even 6.30 in the morning yet. Wow. You're looking fresh, considering it's like, oh, you know, not even that time. You're looking very fresh. Thank you. Thank you. It, it is all, I attribute it to coffee. <laughs> coffee, yeah, coffee. That's your first of many today, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, one, one of three. <laughs> one of three. Well, listen, it's been ace chatting to you, and I'm not going to take up any more of your time because I know you've got a busy day. Um, we'll catch up a bit later on, maybe um, in a couple of months' time, see where you're at. Um, if you want to do any, any album launches on the pod, if you want to oh, do anything, yeah. you just get in touch and we'll we'll sort that out. Yeah, shit. I'll, I'll even I'll tell the other guys. I'll wake them up at like four in the morning and be like, yeah. "Hey, get ready." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, if there's any other bands that you know of in the states that want to jump on, send them my way because it's really nice to be able to do this. And I want to get the other countries involved. It's like the Eurovision. I feel like I'm in the Eurovision, going to all these different countries. It's great. But you know, nice. giving them a voice around the world, and I think that's the that's the main take from this. Um, no matter what country you're in it shouldn't be a barrier because this is worldwide and we'll get your name spread out there and even if it's just a you know a download on your song or someone's bought an album from around the world it's incredible hey any progress is good progress yeah absolutely and I do a radio show as well and one of my um, features I want to do it's a local one around here I want to do like international bands so get a few tracks maybe three tracks one from uh, a band in a different country and just bring them all together, which that'll be nice eventually. So um, you'll have to submit one of your tracks for it at some point. I'll hit you up and let you know when it is. Absolutely. Sounds great. Yeah, I'll definitely spread the rider word and um, look after yourself, James. It's been great chatting to you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. See you later. Bye.